I'm not one to blow my own trumpet, but exactly a week ago, last time I was on ZB, I predicted a very boring budget with only one big item, an increase in benefits. And other than that, I said it was going to be business as usual. And that is exactly what transpired, apart from a billion for rail here and almost nothing for Farmac there. You know, after four years on the Treasury benches, uh, this transformative government, to me, seems to have transformed absolutely nothing at all. Maybe a new tax rate for the wealthy. That's half a billion worth. A regional road tax. Yeah. Uh, they tried to spend $1.9 billion on mental health, but they haven't even got round to doing that two years after the wellness budget. Two years after the wellness budget, they still haven't done that. You know, nothing is really going down at all, other than managing day-to-day crises wrought by nature. So it amazed me last week when so many seemingly rational opponents of the government started imagining that this government was capable of all sorts of backroom doomsday scenarios and secretly plotting to completely overhaul this country's constitutional arrangements without any heed to democratic process. Yes, I'm talking about the Hapurpur report. It seemed rich to me to hear the opposition claiming that this government is so useless and then claiming they are capable of the greatest constitutional revolution since the, oh, I don't know, signing of the treaty itself, all in secret. Come on, pull the other leg. It was hysterical, um, the stuff about Hipuapua. Hipuapua is a report, nothing more than the musings of half a dozen people who were asked to look at ways we could comply with the UN's Declaration of Indigenous Peoples' Rights, which was signed in 2010 by, wait for it, the national government. And I remember the debate at the time. There was all sorts of argy-bargy and people couldn't believe that national had done that. Maybe Judith forgot that she was part of National back then. This report, when presented to the government, was promptly ignored. I guess there were other things to do, like, oh, I don't know, a pandemic. Many of the ideas are preposterous, and we all admit politically impossible. I mean, hello, a separate Māori House of Parliament? Come on. Some of the ideas, like a Māori Health Authority, were canvassed, and of course, they are coming to pass. I'm not a fan. Medicine is a science and not beholden to culture. But this sort of stuff has happened before. Why has nobody ever mentioned to the leader of the opposition, whoever that is, that National instituted Te Waimanga or Aotearoa, which now has 80 campuses throughout New Zealand? It is a Māori-led tertiary education organisation grounded in Māori values, kind of like the educational equivalent of a health authority. National also promoted charter schools for Māori, yet no one ever screamed separatism it's a John Key. So here's my point on all this. Hipuapua needs to be debated. That's why we asked the big brains to write the report in the first place. It's nothing more than a think piece. To imagine it might be secretly enacted is to be completely ignorant of the processes of democracy in this country. And I don't think Judith Collins is. Is it constitutional revolution by stealth? Stop reading fantasy novels. Was John? Uh, was Judith... Wrong to bring it to light? That was a Freudian slip, by the way. Was Judith wrong to bring it to light? No, she was not. But she was wrong to create a racially-based panic on such a flimsy pretext. You know, the whole country has got... In fact, the whole world has become far too open to conspiracy theories and fake news and imaginary scenarios. And if you don't believe me, read Sir John Key's weekend interview about the vax deniers he keeps on meeting on the golf course. When the great common sense politician of our time starts seeing his fellow New Zealanders losing their rag over nothing at all, you might start thinking we're in trouble.